This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hey, I'm Ray. And I'm Dean. And we're from Joy Breakfast. We hope you enjoy this Joy podcast. It is 17 minutes past eight on Joy Breakfast on your Wednesday morning and with lip syncing for your legacy workroom shenanigans and a whole lot of hairspray, RuPaul's Drag Race UK is back and we couldn't ask for a better representation of Aussie drag than the fabulous Hannah Conda. She may be as tall as a hobbit with a mouth like that your mother would want to wash out with soap, but she has a face so gorgeous she shines brighter than the sun and to use her own words, we think she's kicking it in the... (laughs) When it comes to the second <laughs> season of the show and joins us now on Joe Breakfast. Hi, Hannah. Oh, hi, babe. Good morning, everyone. Oh, the crowds are going wild for you. That laugh is iconic. It really is. I know. I feel like I was just thinking about this this morning. I was like, I need to, com- like, commodify that and, like, sell it as a digital recording. Could I just say I would love it as my... Phone ringtone. Phone ringtone yeah. or like voice, voice, like whenever I get a text message, I hear you laughing. I think that's something. I would absolutely dive into the Anaconda. Let's let's talk. I thought of it uh, first. Let's make it happen. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it needs to happen. And I do believe that, you know, I would be like, you know, you could set your like enemies like alarm in the morning for that. Oh, yeah. Like my laugh because that would torture them. And I Terrifying. think that's great. <laughs> And now getting into the hot tea that is all things drag race, look, it's an effort in itself to get there. But when you have to go over to the UK for the competition, how do you manage to fit all of that drag plus some bloody brilliant wigs in a bag? Oh, babes, it was a feat and three quarters to get packed for this one. Um, you know, we, you know, travelling internationally, you got all the international baggage restrictions and all that kind of shit. Oh, sorry, it's breakfast morning. Oh, my God, I'm sorry, That's everyone. Fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it's, it's a feat. It's like Tetris. Um, and, you know, you just have to prioritise. You really do. Well, look, my confusion now is there are so many different shows and seasons of Drag Race around the, around the world. Rach and I were talking. We can barely keep track of all the queens anymore. Was there anyone you didn't necessarily know when they were revealed in the first episode when you were finding out the queens you were competing against? Were you like, oh, yeah, no idea? Well, no, you know what? Thank God I watched pretty much most of them and I was familiar with pretty much everyone. But, like, any, like if I went in now, I'd be so confused about who's from, like, Espana season 57 or, you know, <laughs> Belique number 92. You know, I would be very confused. But I was lucky I knew pretty much everyone oh, or God. knew of them. Yeah, so that was good. That's advantage. When you get the call up to be part of UK versus the world, do you then go into study mode and be like, what do I need to know about who I could be up against? Yeah, like, you know, obviously there's, it's no secret that the online space, you know, they always have the predicted queens and all of that kind of mm. stuff. But, you know, I had a little gander at, at, um, at who they thought was going to be there because, you know, I wanted to prepare some reads and, of you know, course. find the things that they're, that they're terrible at so I can, like, make fun of them for you that. You mean it just doesn't you know? come naturally? I feel like that's a well, part of your personality oh type. You know, it does, but, you know, I, I kind of go in there prepared and, like, so you have a little bit of it and then when you get there you really find the things that they're um, – 
you know, find their weaknesses and just dig at that. So you can't, it's like coming from two angles. <laughs> you know what made me laugh is in the second episode, all the queens thought that you were the shadiest queen, but on camera you seem like the nicest doll. Um, but do you reckon that's because they don't know how to take the Aussie accent? Because I would have said it was going to be anyone from France. Well, yeah, I agree. I was like surprised when they said I was the shadiest because all I'd been is nice. I just like to crack jokes. And, you know, I just don't think they have a good sense of humour. That's all. <laughs> Fair, they need some Uma. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, throughout the competition, who do you feel is your biggest competition? Because obviously you're a winner to us always. Oh, thank you. Um, well, for me, the biggest competition, obviously, it's like with Marina and oh, there's three. There's Marina, La Grande Dame and Tia Coffee. Mm. Like those three, like you've got a fan favourite in Tia, who everybody loves and mm-hmm. RuPaul loves her. And Marina comes out the back and does I'm a Filipina and, like, just, you know, absolutely annihilates us in the talent show and looks gorgeous. And then, you know, you've got an eight-foot model from Paris. I mean, (laughs) and I'm just this little girl from Perth that's, you know, fanned away onto the BBC. (laughs) What's it like looking at her kneecaps? (laughs) 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 <laughs> so that, that was mean. <laughs> you are, know you are true, tall though. and glamorous, glamorous <laughs> yourself, yes. Look, one of the You're things- a liar. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things uh, I kind of thought was very exciting, um, and I want to know if you were just as excited, is when you found out that this UK season was tied to some cash money as a prize. You didn't just get rupee badges, but you got the money in pounds as well, which for uh, Aussie Queen could work out really well with the way the exchange rate's going. With the exchange rate. I know. Well, look, you know, who knows if that's going to come into my bank account, fingers and toes. But um, I went for a badge because I just, you know, I, I, I was down for a repeater badge. Just the um, the significance of having one of them in your house is, like, really important. So especially, you know, like I said, I've got my partner's a Brit, so they have the um, – it comes from the Blue Peter badge, which is a big thing in the UK. Yeah. And oh. so just getting a badge is a big deal. But when I got there and they were like, money, I was like, all right, well, okay, there's a little bit of more of an added state, but I just really wanted the badge and I'm <laughs> hoping I get one at some point. Oh, I always wondered cross. why it was called a Rue Peter badge and I was like, okay, yeah, sure, Blue whoever Peter, Peter was, is. Blue Peter was this kid's show, like obsessed kid's show, <laughs> thing kind of thing and the whole thing yeah it's a it's a whole thing yeah and it's like and like if you do like good deeds or you like you're good in the community oh, then they like get a badge. bring Cute. you in and you get a badge and it's like a, a whole yeah it's a whole thing and you know Rue doesn't um, think of anything original just sticks Rue at the front of any word and then suddenly it's a brand new you know fair. thing yeah I, I agree um <laughs> that's exactly how that's how it Rue works so um <laughs> Do you ever have any regrets that your name can't just be uh, pl- popped at the front of a- another word to make it honorific? Rue Hanaconda. It's too late to apologise. Oh, that works. <laughs> Oh, now we're go. really like, we're stretching it now, kids. <laughs> we're pushing it. <laughs> we are, we are. Now we've got to talk about your first runway look. It was both a camp homage to the lizard look from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and honouring our First Nations culture with the Indigenous artwork on the frills and the word treaty across it. Not only is it beautiful, it was sending an important message on the platform. How do you think that the, the world embraced that look? 
Well, you know, when I, well, firstly, when I got given the category of home country, you know, uh, the, the few ideas that were suggested to me was like, oh, do the opera house or do that. And I was like, well, that's not what I feel when I think of what Australia is. You know, for me, um, I, I, I love and, and, and just celebrate our First Nations culture and the fact that we have like the longest living culture in the world still here with our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. I just wanted to celebrate that and pay homage to them. Um, but also as a gay drag queen, um, Priscilla is so iconic. Um, so I thought tying the both together would just be pretty epic. Um, and the lizard scene, you know, uh, the lizard costume is my favourite, but then in the movie, my favourite scene is when they're, um, they're with Mob in the outback and they're doing the I Will Survive and they're like all dancing around together and there's the didgeridoos playing and everyone's together. I thought that was just one of the most iconic things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I contacted Paul, um, the artist, Paul McCann, and he, he was just so keen to get on board and, um, and it was it's exactly what I think Australia is, you know? Um, and the, and the reception has been so overwhelming and it's gotten people to actually start educating themselves on what, um, Australia is about and the fact that Australia has a black history and it's been really exciting to hear people going, Oh, I didn't realize this about um, Aboriginal people of mm. Australia and they've started to investigate and, you know, to, and to even have treaty on the BBC. Yeah, it's I huge. mean, that's, yeah, that was just exciting. And, you know, I, and I, because, of, you know, going through the referendum, this is way before the referendum as well that we filmed, um, but it was something that was talked about and the fact that Trudy and truth telling is essential in healing and um, moving forward. And, um, yeah, it was just so special and I felt very honoured to be able to wear it. Yeah, and, and it's great that you can use your art form in that way to be able to spread that message and education to so many people around the world and support our Indigenous culture here in this country. Now, before we let you go, we've got Snatch Game coming yes. up in this week's episode, a challenge you not only won, but dominated in your season of Drag Race Down Under as the iconic Liza. What preparation did you do and what have you got up your sleeve for Snatch Game this week? Wow, this, um, well, obviously, you know, you have so much pressure. I've, you know, I already won a Snatch Game, so I didn't want to... Dominate a Snatch Game. All stars. Oh, thank you, babes. Yeah, I dominated. And see, sometimes the queens go back and then they, like, they dominated this original Snatch Game, but then absolutely bomb their All Stars one. I was like, I cannot do that. I cannot do it. So I worked really hard. I had two characters that I was set on. Um, both that I was really confident in, just in case. Um, but I'm really proud of it. It's gonna. I think it might be a contentious character, um, and I can't tell you why until you watch it this weekend. But I was really proud of it, and I'm really, really proud of it. Well, as Rue says, I can't wait to see how this turns out and see how you do on this week's episode of UK versus the World, which you can watch via Stan. Yes, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Hannah, on the show. We've got so many messages that have been coming through. A wonderful one saying, I loved Hannah's opening dress. It looked absolutely amazing. And another one from Little Jay saying, you're kicking the competition in the shins, Hannah. Oh, thank you, Babs. Well, I hope I keep doing you all proud. Um, it's going to be a wild ride, but like, um, yeah, like I said, I'm really proud of what I got to present. And I just wanted to represent Down Under Drag in all of its glory and, um, you know, show up for, for everyone 
And yeah, hope, yeah, I just hope I keep doing you proud. Well, if we had blue Peter badges, I would give you an Australian one. Every single one. <laughs> Thank you, babes. I'd love that. And I could put them on my wall with a mural. You're I'd welcome. I have the authority. You're on Joy Breakfast <laughs> with Rach and Dean. <laughs> hey, I'm Rach. And I'm Dean. And I hope you enjoyed this little snippet of the fun we bring to air as a part of Joy Breakfast during weekdays. Don't forget to tune in from 7 till 9am or like and subscribe to the Joy podcast and keep yourself out loud and proud thanks for listening to another joy podcast brought to you by australia's lgbtqia plus community media organization joy help keep joy on air head to joy.org.au joy a diverse sound for a diverse community